mom friends i'm so excited to be back on here you guys welcome to another mom chat another momversation of the four moms podcast here where we speak about postpartum topics and purpose to help you find your purpose and your peace um we just have these what, what i would like to call just simple conversations because you guys it all starts with opening our mouth um, I'm doing something a little bit different today. Y'all didn't hear the intro. It's just me. I'm trying to set a certain type of vibe and um, understanding with some of the things that I'm going to say. So obviously y'all saw the title of this episode is my most vulnerable yet. And you've heard me on this podcast. You've been an avid listener and I really do appreciate it. How I have been saying in the past couple of months, really, how I haven't really been feeling myself, right? I haven't been um, in my word as much. I haven't been having my quiet time as much. And it's, um, yeah, and it's, it's just really getting to me. It really has been, especially these past couple of weeks. It's just gotten really heavy, um, really hard. And I haven't really even enjoyed recording the podcast, which is typically like the highlight of my weekend. I haven't really been enjoying it that much and I think it's because um typically throughout the week I know what my what my episode is going to be about I know what I'm going to chat with you guys about I get to the weekend I'm recording it I'm good I'm putting stuff out it's published and these last couple of um weeks it's been very like I've been recording Tuesday morning I've been recording Monday night and it's just it's just not the same it's not and something that God um, has been tugging at me and pulling at me for, um, is for me to, and okay, let me, let me get get you guys a story. Okay. It's a story. Um, <laughs> what he's really been pulling at me and tugging at me <clears throat> is um, something that I haven't been in a very long time. I think probably like a lot of you all moms or ladies on that listen to this is that over life we put a lot of faith and trust and investments into people as friends as family members whatever it may be and those people turn their backs on you and so a lot of times we put up these boundaries and these walls and these layers and to keep to protect ourselves so what I have been on this podcast is very honest what I feel like I haven't been except for um, what I feel like I haven't been a hundred percent is vulnerable and transparent. And that's just me putting that out there. Um, this past weekend in the group chat that I am in, the ladies had discussed and said that they're going to do a fast, um, this weekend, six to six, and we're going to do a prayer call at six in the morning, six in the evening. It was very intense, very intense. And at first I was like, I ain't going to do this because <laughs> I'm not. I, I was just being stubborn. I just didn't want to do it. And one of the ladies had stated that the call or that the fast was pertaining to repentance. What are you repenting to God for? And as soon as she said that, I was like, really, really? That's that's that's, that's what we're going to bring up is like what we're repenting to. Because I know I haven't been doing right right? I know I haven't been doing right. I haven't been making God a priority. And so I was sitting down and I was like, okay, God, what is it that you need me to repent for? And all the things that I thought, all the things that I was condemning myself for, and what I thought God was going to have me repent for was nothing. 
what I thought God was going to have me repent for was how I feel of being a mom, how I feel, <laughs> Ooh, guys, how I feel of being a mom, how I feel at times, <clears throat> how I feel at times is that I'm not a great mom. And I, I've just really been asking God to forgive me, to forgive me, to forgive me, to love someone like me, because there are times where I feel so unloved. And it's not that I'm being pushed out or pushed away, but it's just how I feel about myself. I look at my kids sometimes and I wonder, how can they love a mom that's so broken? How can God allow me to be a mom to these kids who are so bright? And they're so curious and they're so loving. And how can God allow a person like me to be their mother who feels so broken? Who doesn't feel whole at all? How can God allow me to be their mom? And they just love me so much. They love me throughout any of my imperfections. My son always just says, oh, mommy, it was just an accident. It's okay. He's so forgiving. And I'm so tough on it. I'm so tough on my son, you guys. Because I see so much of me in him. And I don't want him to be so stubborn that he blocks people out. I don't want him to be so stubborn that he misses out on opportunities. I don't want him to be so stubborn like how I was. How I am. How I, well, was. Because I'm claiming that I'm getting over that. Because I, I just don't want him to end up like me. And then my daughter. My daughter is just the cutest little thick thighs, chubby cheeked girl. And I see myself taking some of how I would feel as a kid. And I would come home and I would hear my mom tell me, even before she would say hi to me, gosh, look how big your stomach is. You gaining some weight up there in college, huh? And I feel myself taking that, want, not wanting her like, oh, I got to be sure that she runs around a little bit today. Oh, I got to be sure that she works herself. But if she's going to be a thick girl, then she's just gonna, that's just going to be her body type. I can't do anything about that. Some people, it's just their body type. It doesn't have anything to do with with what you're eating, how you're eating. It's just your body type. But I'm taking my flaws and my pain, I'm taking that and I'm putting that on them. So while I had, and I had, y'all had the biggest repentance session ever, ever. And coincidentally, it was while I was driving. So it may not have been the safest time, but it was the perfect time. I had just dropped off my kids in the car to my parents. And I got back and I was just by myself and it was just in me. It was in me. And I was just saying, God, please forgive me. God, just forgive someone like me. God, thank you for loving me when I don't feel like I'm loved, God. When I feel like I'm just so hard on myself. When I I don't have self-love for myself and I'm putting that off on my kids. God, whenever I take just, oh. Oh, I'm being obedient, guys. Y'all work with me. I'm, I'm, I'm being obedient. Because what y'all don't know is this is the third time I'm, do- I've done this. 
this is the third time so i have to trust in this you know three is a prophetic number so i have to trust into this <clears throat> so i said forgive me god for my lack of commitment when things get tougher whenever things get hard i turn away i turn away and i found out that this may be a reason why i have so many trends in life why i'm always pushing things away and i always just think maybe it was stubbornness because yo if alice and gabrielle does not want to do it she ain't doing it but it's really fear it's fear that i'm not going to excel it's fear that i'm not going to do my work correctly it's fear of what god's going to give me and how i can move forward it's fear I had to ask God for forgiveness for making emotional decisions and not coming to him, of not putting myself back and putting him forward, about turning away from God. God, forgive me for not turning to you but turning away from you. Never times got hard, never times got tough. And instead of me diving deeper into my word, God, I pushed you away. I pushed you away, oh God, and I shouldn't have. So God, I'm asking for your forgiveness. I'm asking for your strength in me and helping in the next step to me getting back onto my horse, oh God, to moving forward, to not turn away from you. And y'all, because I've been feeling so just down, I've been feeling like I'm not going to be a great mom. I'm not going to be the mom that my kids deserve. I'm not going to be the wife that my husband deserves. And let's be honest, I've disrespected my husband with my tongue so many times in my marriage. My husband is so patient, so patient. And that's another thing. Why? <laughs> Why are you so patient with me? Why do you accept me and my flaws? Why do you look at me and think that I am beautiful inside and out? Because I don't feel it. I don't feel beautiful inside. I don't feel beautiful outside. So I had to ask forgiveness from my marriage, forgiveness for disrespecting him, for forgiveness for maybe not even putting my all into my marriage, for having doubt, for being quickly angered and frustrated with him. Because in honesty, in all honesty, the frustrations I had with him are the frustrations that I had with myself. And what's really hard, what's really hard is thinking that maybe my family would be better off without me. Maybe everything would be better off without me. <sighs> and it hurts, guys. <laughs> It hurts to even have that thought. It hurts for that to even be brought back up. Because I, I couldn't imagine living another day without my kids. I couldn't imagine living another day without the support of my husband. And for me to even have those thoughts of not wanting to be here. Because I felt like it was so tough. I felt like I had did so much wrong. That there's no way that God would want me back. That there's no way that God could accept somebody like me back. I condemned myself so hard. For things that I thought God was going to be so upset with me with. 
But I, I still have to ask for forgiveness for these things. I still have to repent of these things for being so hard on myself. And in repentance, you're just coming to God about anything that you may have truly condemned yourself for. Because in the end, after all that, God just said, I just want you to be vulnerable with me. I just want you to be intimate with me. And guys, I could truly say, I don't think I've ever truly been intimate with a single person on this earth. I've never fully opened up because of things that had happened in my childhood, because of ways that I felt like I was lied to, ways that I felt like I was disrespected, ways that I felt like that I'm your friend. How could you do this to me? And so because of things that happened to me as a child, I've taken that into my adult life. And I've never truly, I've been honest. I'm a very honest person. But I've never fully been 100% intimate. I cannot say that I fully just let that go. And that's all that God wanted from me. That's all he wants from any of us. So he just wants us to be intimate about our relationship with him. And that is why I figured out that whenever these times come, I'm doing great for like four to six months, being in my Bible, being in my word, going to church, doing these great things. And I feel on such a high. And then when things get hard, when things get tough, instead of me still staying on my post and being consistent and reaching out to people, and asking people to pray with me and asking keep people to stay to keep me accountable instead of doing those things which are very easy things and things I talk about on here things that I talk about doing having conversations reaping out but I'm so prideful I'm so stubborn I don't want anybody to really know what I'm truly going through. I don't want anybody to know how hurt I really am on the inside. I don't want anybody to know how truly unloved I really feel. That I'm blocking myself from my own blessings. I'm sabotaging my own relationship with God. I'm sabotaging my own blessings. I'm sabotaging myself. God almighty. Oh. Let me tell y'all, this is this is a lot lighter crime than before. It's a first time, child. Y'all would have, th- ooh, <clears throat> many tissues as I had, mm, child. Y'all would have been like, did it snow today? Mm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but even within that, God gave me a scripture, and it is Mark one and fifteen. I'm just going to read it to you guys real quick. Y'all just bear with me. He gave me the scripture after I did all that snotty nose crying. Like, Jesus. After I did all that, he gave me the scripture. <clears throat> Again, Mark 1 and 15. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is, is at hand. Repent and turn to me. I was like, really, God? <laughs> This one scripture and it had so much. Your time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, which is what I had done and turn to me. That's all God is asking for, for us to turn to him. Whenever times get hard, whenever we feel like we can't go, 
He says, turn to me. And turning to him can also be going to your friends, your loved ones around you. Heck, you can even reach out to me because this is like, look, this is a lesson learned. Okay. And God put me in this position to minister to moms because he knew that I had to be vulnerable about the way that I am feeling so that you could understand that you're not the only person feeling this way. He knew that I had to go through all these things that I have gone through to help you go through these things that you have gone through. He knew that in our chaos of motherhood, there is sweetness that comes with it and us in staying with our faith and with us staying with who we are. There is a healing that comes with that and keeps us accountable. And to have, and I'm not trying, this is not like brag, but to have someone like me to listen to who is a mom, who is very much relatable in your shoes, who is a Christian, who has young kids, multiple kids, whatever it is that it is, right? I relate to you. I do. And I had to come back to that revelation that, God put me in this position for a reason. This is my purpose. And when there are times where I feel like, man, I I just want to give up. I need to think about that. God has a purpose over my life. God has plans for me and things for me to do. But if I keep being wayward and back and forth and not truly giving my commitment to him, then I'm never going to accomplish the things and the plans and the blessings. Hello. Hello. That he has for me. Ooh. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know my nose is kind of big. So I apologize. That was really loud in your ear. <laughs> but even in the repentance. We had to come. It was also spoken for us to repent. For our bloodlines. Things that have happened. In our older generation, in our generations. Things ha- that have happened with us. And things that we are praying out of our bloodline. <coughs> Excuse me. See. <coughs> Once your nose starts running. <clears throat> okay, I'm good. So I had to pray pride out of my family. Because I, I there are some prideful people. My my that <laughs> I'm not gonna name names, but <laughs> there are some prideful people in my family who haven't even shared their own experiences with their own children around them and answered very simple questions because they're so prideful in not being vulnerable themselves so I had to pray pride out of my bloodline because I don't want that to be passed down I had to pray being hard on myself I had to pray sexual molestation out of my bloodline because this happened on both sides of my family it's happened um I've, I've been in situations myself as a young child and which I've never talked about. Oh, that had to have been God. Cause y'all wasn't, y'all was not going to know about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I've been in myself and I'm, I had to pray even the fear of sexual molestation in my bud line because even just the fear of it continuing because you guys, even if I drop my kids off to daycare, although I trust my daycare, my kids are not in my presence. Anything could happen to them. I'm still fearful with them going to a place that I would trust because of things that have happened to me that have happened to other family members. I pray over them every day. I teach my three-year-old. I've already taught my son 
This is your private area. Nobody touches your private area. This is what you say when somebody touches your private area. And if somebody does touch you, who do you tell? He's three. He shouldn't have to already worry about that. But there's so many things going on in this world. There are so many things that have happened that I'm like, I have to put that in. I have to tell him about that. And I don't even know if he fully understands what it is that I am talking to him about or telling him. But that's just me putting that fear, I don't want to say in him, but trying to t- taking my fear and trying to teach him a lesson. I had to pray out self-love because although I believe that I can be a person that can dress well at times, <laughs> sometimes I still may not completely love the person that I, I cannot completely love the person that I am. And I don't want to pass that down to my children. I don't want to pass that down. I don't know anyone else in my family has felt that way at all. But I had to repent that and speak that out of my bloodline as well. Because I don't want my children to be like, oh, yeah, girl, I'm cute. But this little dimple right here in in the side of my thigh, child, I wish I could just get that removed. Oh, yeah, I'm cute, but, you know, my big toe was a little hairy. You know, I got to do something to fix that. No, I got to do something to fix this. No, I got to do something to fix that. And now my child is on Botched, okay, trying to get stuff fixed. Y'all, have y'all watched Botched? That's not the point. I'm so sorry. Forgive me, Lord. But what I'm saying is that moms, (laughs) ladies, there's there's gonna be a time we're gonna have to be so open with God and us being so open and so vulnerable is gonna release so many things I don't think I understood the weight that has been lifted off of my body since I had my repentance over this weekend the just sheer just weight being less this last three weeks it's been hard I've been so down and out I don't know if y'all you guys be able to tell it in my past podcast but I can just tell you I was not a hundred percent there and I think just years and years and years of these of these imperfections that I had and that I was holding over my own head that I was thinking I needed God was like whatever that these imperfections that I felt like I needed for religion purposes, that I felt like I needed to be a better person, that I felt like I needed to be strong, right? But sometimes there's vulnerability, there's strength in vulnerability, there's strength in truly opening up to someone, there's strength in truly allowing someone to be completely in your space and in and with you. And, um, I, whoo, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, thank you, God, thank you, God, for your grace, for your daily grace, oh God. Thank you, God, for loving someone like me. Thank you, God, for always just being here in this space. Thank you, God, for washing me daily, hourly, moment by moment, minute by minute, second by second. Thank you for continuously cleansing me whenever I feel like I have done wrong. 
Thank you for continuously forgiving me whenever I feel like I've made mistakes and from things that I feel like I cannot come from. Thank you, God, for still looking at me and say, I can still use you. You still have purpose. I still have plans for you because you stated that you knew us even before we were in our mother's wombs. You had plans for us even back then whenever we weren't formed, even when we weren't even a thought, even a speck in anyone's eye or mind, that you still already had something planned and evaluated for us to move forward and to do, that you still have plans for us in changing other people's lives. You still have plans for us in the process that we had to go through to get here. You still have plans for us in the process of being just establishing who we are and whose we are in you and establishing our identity and establishing your, our greatness, God, and establishing us from being just good to great. God, you told me before that something that I truly needed to repent of is being in a mundane state and a state of just eh. In a state of not truly fully being committed to getting the best out of something. In a state where I just didn't know if I could ever get better. God, when it pertained to my motherhood, I was this way. When it pertained to my marriage, I was this way. When it pertained to my home life, I was this way. When it pertained to where I live, I was this way, oh God. But God, I thank you for showing it to me in correction, in conviction and not condemnation and showing me that this is something that I needed to correct. And then still holding my hand and being here with me, oh God, for like I said in Mark 1 and 15, God, you said, repent and turn to me. You didn't say repent, go take a bath a hundred thousand times, wash yourself with hot lava, go walk around this pole, tap your foot three times and now you can come to me. No, you just said repent. That means all we have to do is open our mouths and ask for forgiveness. We lay down at your throne, oh God, bowed before you, asking for this forgiveness, oh God, asking for this repentance in these times where we feel like, God, that there is nobody else. But God, you're always still there. And I think, God, honestly, it makes some of us just a little perplexed, like, why? Why are you still here, God? Why do you still love someone like me? Why do you still love someone like me who can, who just fails? That, that's how I feel. I feel like God, I, I just fail. And you still look at me and you still smile. And you still tell me how pleased you are. And you still... <laughs> And you still have your arms open and you still say, I sent Jesus to the cross for you. <laughs> and you still say, I can use you. And you still say, you are made in my image. And you still say, you are mine. And then you still say, you are good. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. 
thank you, God, and you still say, I am yours. I am your daughter. You still claim me. You still happily claim me. You still say I am a prized possession. You still say that I am your greatest creation. You still give me assignments. You still say I have purpose over your life. You still say you are a leader. You still say I've put you on earth to do great works and you will still fulfill them. God almighty. (coughs) I don't know who needs to hear this. But God still loves you. And regardless of what you think you have done, and regardless of where you think you are, and regardless of what mindset, what emotional state, what physical state of where you live or what you're going through, God still says, I can use you. I still love you. God Almighty. I still care for you. I still want you. I still need you. I still want to partner with you to do these works, to fulfill this assignment, to put out this plan. Because you are who you are. So you can be who you need to be to fulfill to proclaim, to profess, to reach out, to pull in other people for my will and for my greatness. And I just see a hand reaching out right now. And it's the hand of God. He's reaching out to you and he just wants you to grab his hand so that he can grab your heart. He just wants to pull you in closer and closer to him. And it can be scary because we think if we get more and more vulnerable, we're going to get more and more hurt. But ladies, I've just come to tell you that with my experience over this weekend of being set free, God is still there. He's still smiling on you and he is still saying, I am here for you and I need you. And at times we feel like God spoke to me in the past, but he's not speaking to me now. We have to take that step and put in those action steps to truly dive back into him. Because if we're not making him a priority or making a commitment to him, then why would he just just pour out to us if we're not even taking him seriously god almighty so right now i declare and decree that we are set free that we are healed that we are walking that we are leaving this podcast episode not the same that we are leaving here forgiven we are forgiving ourselves that we're leaving here repenting of all the things that we've held ourselves to a standard. When God only has one standard of us being a Christian, that's just to believe in him. 
and believe that well two to believe in him and believe that jesus died on the cross that's all that we need to be a christian so why do we hold ourselves to so many other higher standards when god just has technically two things come on now So I declare and decree right now in the name of Jesus that we are set free. I declare and decree that we will walk brand new with our new white robes on, with walking and just being cleansed and pure and washed and free, free of the past bondage, the past yoke that we have put on our shoulders, on our own shoulders, that we have pressed ourselves down. We are free. We are free. God, we walk now with the new armor, with the new armor of God. Walking even more boldly and boldly in you. Setting aside precious time to be with you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for your mighty. Thank you, God, for you are great. Thank you, God, for you are ever, you are not for you are never changing excuse me thank you God because you are the great I am and with that I can say I am which is God bold in me I am confident I am free I am walking in my purpose I am doing God's will I am in a season of pruning. I'm in a season of correction. And correction doesn't have to mean discipline, but it can be done in love. I am walking in your will. I am walking in your plans for me. I am confidently moving forward. And I'm taking the weight and this chain and these shackles off of my feet, oh God, off of my heart. So that I can continuously come to you and draw more and more closer to you. Mom, friends, you're not alone. I know in these times it's rough. I know in these times we can be going a little crazy. But God is still here. And he's not changing. I thank you all for listening with me, for praying with me, for being in this spirit with me. I hope by me releasing my vulnerability and my more intimate levels of my life that they help you to realize that this is a crucial step in us to move forward in God's way. I'm sorry, to move forward with God's plan. So I thank you, ladies, and I will see you next time. God bless you. God bless you.